You're listening to Joe Radio Live. Positive and motivational content just for you. Do enjoy and share. Hi, I'm Servant JJ, Reverend Jennifer McGregor, and I'm here to promote my new release, the book, Save But Bound, A Church in Denial. Get your copy today. Don't delay. Order now. To pre-order, contact me via messenger, Jennifer McGregor, or on WhatsApp, 1-866-792-9430. That's 1-866-792-9430. Looking forward to hearing from you. Come on, get this book today. You will not regret having it. Saved but bound, a church in denial. Shalom, Maranatha. Good day to you once again. Welcome to another Joe Radio Live program. As always, it's a pleasure to be here to do this program for you. Thank you for being on the inside. Thank you for your listenership as always. Couldn't do it without the help of God and without you listening and sharing. And, and I want to say a special thanks to you all because the um, you know, the podcast is really, really growing and we are reaching some places and you know, um it's growing not it's not just growing, but it's growing quickly. And I really, really thank God for that. And I thank God for you, the listener. And um you know, those of you listening, liking, and sharing, continue to do so, and let's reach as much people as we can with our positive message of Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's change some lives and impact some people, especially with, um, you know, the way the world is today, all right? So, I want to talk um, in this program about um, leaving a legacy, right? That's the title of this program, leaving a legacy, right? I want to talk about leaving a legacy, leaving, um, you know, making your mark in this life, leaving a positive indentation in this life, you know, and not just living this life and, you know, case Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be, you know, you know, and you're just, you know, going from day to day without, you know, any, any kind of sense of direction, but really and truly, Finding your purpose and fulfilling your purpose. You know what I mean? And doing what you were born to do. And not just going with the flow. Not just following the majority. Not just having, you know, a sheep-like mentality kind of thing. But doing what God created you to do. Alright? Um, someone that I know passed away recently and... They left a legacy of prayer for their family. And that is so important. That is so, so important. And it's, and it's important to leave a positive legacy, you know, to leave something for, you know, those that you're left behind, something positive that they can follow, you know, and that they can aspire to, you know, your children, your grandchildren, etc., etc., and that kind of thing. It is really, really important. All, all throughout the Bible, you see, especially in the Old Testament, you see where, um, you know, um, people would have um, left that positive and, and, and that legacy, that positive legacy, and that godly legacy, you know, for their families and, and, and stuff like that, children, grandchildren, etc. And it's really important. 
it's really important to lay that foundation for those that are coming after, you know. And at the end of your day, at the end of your days, at the end of your life, you know, there's a scripture where Paul, in the, in the New Testament, where Paul says, um, I have run the race, I have fought the good fight, and now there is waiting for me a crown of glory. And I always talk about living a fulfilled life. And the only way to live a fulfilled life is to live for God. And before I go any further, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I encourage you to accept him into your life today. Um, it's really quick, simple, and easy. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you as sinner. I repent of all of my sins. I ask of your mercy and your forgiveness. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Change me. I am yours. I am all yours from this day forth. In Jesus' name. If you said that prayer, genuinely meant it from your heart, welcome to the body of Christ. Get, <coughs> excuse me, get a King James Version Bible and um, begin to read and study the Word of God and God will direct you, right? He will direct you and He will lead you and He will, you know, just really, really turn your life around. You know, whatever it is you might be going through and stuff, you really, really, I'm telling you, I guarantee you, he will turn your life around. All right. So once again, we're getting back to the message um, titled today, Leaving a Legacy, right? And a positive one at that, right? Because there are some people that, you know, leave a, a, a bad legacy, a negative legacy. But no, we are talking about leaving a positive legacy. All right. And so... Um, I, I was talking about the scripture where Paul says, you know, um, I've run the race, I've fought the good fight, and now there is waiting for me a crown of glory. And I was talking about living a fulfilled life, right? And I was saying that in order to live a fulfilled life, you have to live a life for God. There is no fulfillment. There is no fulfillment and never will be if God is not the center of your life. If Jesus is not the center of your life right? There will be no peace. There will be no joy because all that is wrapped up and found in Jesus Christ, right? And so in order to live a fulfilled life, in order to live a positive legacy, Jesus must be the center of your life because he is the one that gives, you know, direction and guidance and, 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 and you know, the strength to go on when you feel um, like you can't go on, Right? When you feel like you can't go on, he's, he's, he, in him you find your strength, right? And so you look, at, you look at people who would have really and truly positively changed the world, who would have had a really, really positive effect, you know, centuries ago, not just years ago, but centuries ago, you know, and... You look at people in the Bible, you look at Moses, who set the, the children of Israel free. You know, you look at Abraham, you look at these people, you look at Esther, you know, and, and all these people, right? At the end of our days, we must be able to be proud of the life that we lived. One of the things I, 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 I say to myself is, and I, and I ask God, Lord, help me to live a fulfilled life. At the end of my days... I want to know that I have no regrets. I want to know that 
I did everything, Lord, that you wanted me to do. You know, even if you didn't, even if you didn't start well, but once you finish well, because none of us are perfect, we are all work in progress, right? So even if you didn't start well, but as long as you finish well, you know, as long as you please the Father, excuse me, that is the most important thing. Because at the end of the day, your academics won't save you, your money won't save you. You know, your properties won't save you. Your cars won't save you. None of these things. But the only thing that will matter at the end of the day is what we did for Jesus. What we did for Jesus. And so many people, you know, you, you, see, you see these so-called celebrities. Right? And, and, and at, the end, at the end of their life, you know, you begin to find out certain things, negative things that were taking place, some of them, for some of them, at the end of their lives, that's when you now start to find out certain negative things that, that, that the majority and the, and the public didn't know about. You know, and, 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 and some of these people that, you know, were held in, in high esteem and you had them on a pedestal, you realize, you know what? They weren't all that. As a matter of fact, they weren't that. They weren't what you thought they were or who you thought they were because they had so many ungodly secrets, so many negative secrets. You understand? And so at the end of the day, we must live a life that we are proud of. We must be comfortable. We must be at rest before we go to rest, if you know what I mean. Right? And so it's important. It's really important. And so as you, as you listen to this right now, and even as I am speaking to you, I am doing some reflection and introspection and all that kind of thing, right? And I encourage you to do the same because people are dropping like flies. People are dropping like flies. You understand? People are dying like suddenly. It's like you see them one minute and they go on the next. You see them today, they go on tomorrow. Some people don't make it through the night. They don't make it through the day. You understand? Within the hour, right now as I'm speaking to you, somebody is, somebody is leaving, as a matter of fact, not somebody, but people are leaving this world right now to go to the other side, right, right as, we are, as I am speaking right now. Somebody is taking their last breath, wherever they may be. You understand? And so, we need to appreciate the life that God has blessed us with and not take it for granted. We need to appreciate uh, the people that God has blessed us with, right? The things that God has blessed us with, the opportunities and all these different things. And really, um, you know, I always remember, and if I'm not mistaken, I think it, I think it um, would have been Miles Monroe, if I'm not mistaken, um, who wrote a book called Maximize the Moment, right? And we really need to do that. We really, really and truly need to maximize the moments, right? Take some time out from, 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 from the stress of life and, you know, enjoy our sunset, enjoy our sunrise, you know. Um, you know, watch the trees, how, they, how, how they, they just sway in the breeze and just enjoy nature and just, you know, enjoy life. But in a positive way, you know, in a positive way. 
and really focus on 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 positively impacting people's lives positively impacting people's lives because at the end of the day every day our lives are being impacted either positively or negatively every single day every one of us every single one of us our lives are being impacted in some way every every single day right and it is up to us to determine how we impact someone else's life whether we're going to impact their lives uh, positively or negatively Right, And at the end of our days, we have to answer for every single thing that we have done in this body, whether good or bad. Right, And I am telling you, I am telling you, it's, it's, you know, it's not a nice thing to go through all these trials and, and, and at the end of your days, you don't make it. You, you go through all these things, hardships, trials, persecutions, what have you. And then at the end of the day, we stand before God and hear, depart from me. I don't want to hear, depart from me. I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And so, whatever way that you could positively impact somebody, there are so many different ways that we could positively impact somebody's life. So many different ways. You know, some people might say, you know, I don't have this, I don't have that. But every one of us, Every one of us has something that we can work with. Every one of us has something because God has put on the inside of us just treasures and talents and abilities and skills and all sorts of stuff. We are, we are basically a walking treasure chest. It's just a lot of us don't realize it. There is so much that God has put on the inside of us and we, it is up to us and it is our responsibility to, to really um, find out what did God give to me? What did God put on the inside of me? What do I have that I can use? Sometimes you feel you can't make it and you already have the tools. God has already put the tools on the inside of you to make it. But you feel because you don't have what Tom, Dick and Harry have, you can't make it. Why? You are unique. God didn't make you like Tom. He didn't make you like Harry. He didn't make you like Paul. You are unique. You are special. You are different. And so use your uniqueness in a positive way to get the job done for God. To positively impact somebody's life for God. Some some of us, we spend so much time looking at what other people have that we fail to realize and appreciate and thank God for what we have, for what he has given to us, for what he has blessed us with. And it is so sad. It is so sad. You know, I remember, I remember um, so many people, you know, so many people idolize Michael Jackson. And I remember watching, and it may have, it may have been on Ripley's Believe It or Not, or it may just have been a, a, a YouTube video, one out of the two. But I remember this guy who was actually trying to look. You know, a lot of people, they try to dance like Michael Jackson. And, and all. This guy was different. He didn't just want to dance like Michael Jackson. He wanted to look like Michael Jackson. That is how much this guy idolized Michael Jackson. That he spent his money, thousands of dollars, to change his appearance his nose, his chin, all these different things to look 
like Michael Jackson. Now, why would you want to do that when God created you unique and special? When God gave you your own set of tools and skills and whatever he put on the inside of you to work with and make a difference in this world in your own way that he created you with. But instead, instead of using what God gave you to work with, this gentleman wanted to look like Michael Jackson. We were created to have our own identity in Jesus Christ. We were made in the image and likeness of God. Use, I'm telling you, use what you have. Find out. If you don't know, find out. And this is where the relationship with God comes in because the only way to find out what God has put on the inside of you is to go to the creator of the thing. That is why every product that you buy especially in, in the area of electronics and appliances and stuff, cell phones and all these things, you get, you get a manual. And the manual is placed there by the person who created the product, by the manufacturer. God is our manufacturer. The Bible is our manual. And so this is why we need to be in tune with God. We need to have that relationship with God to know what God requires of us, what he put on the inside of us, how to use it, and use it effectively, and all these different things. All right? So I'm not going to be long. I'm not going to be long. Just food for thought. You know, we do it on Joe Radio. Food for thought. Right? I want you to encourage somebody. Every day that you live, encourage somebody. Encourage somebody. Encourage Because I'm telling you, there are a lot of hurting people out here. There are a lot of hurting people and there are a lot of people that are suffering in silence. There are a lot of people suffering in silence. There are a lot of people who don't have people to talk to them and encourage them and inspire them and motivate them and tell them about Jesus and, and tell them that they are beautiful and they are special and they are made in the image and likeness of God and all these positive things. And, and, and some people, they are, so, they are so down, they are so... Um, What's the word? What's the word? Can't even find the word right now. The only word I could find right now is dung. They don't believe they're beautiful. They don't believe that, that, that anything good can come from them. Because they would have been told that over and over for however long by people that they trusted and loved and respected. So then they, be, they, they, they begin to believe the lies. And they begin to believe, you know what? Well, if so-so-so say this, if this person say this, well, I guess it's true. If my father said this about me, well, I guess it's true. If my mother said this about me, well, I guess it's true. If my teacher said this about me, well, I guess it's true. And they begin to, no, 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 no. This is why an, um, a relationship with God is so important. The only thing we are to believe is the word of God and what God says about us. Why? He created us. He knows us better than we know our own selves and better than anybody else knows us. So the only word, we be, he has the final say on our lives. He is the final authority. So we ought to listen and believe and, 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 and do what he requires of us. All right? So continue listening to the program. You know how we do more great stuff coming up, more great stuff coming up. Continue to like and share. Cannot, cannot stop thanking you all for all your support. 
We are growing and we are growing well. Blessings to each and every one of you. Father, even right now, I thank you for touching every listener, every person that will listen to this sometime in the future. I thank you, dear God. I cover the, um, um, these listeners, the listeners with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. I pray your divine protection and your hand of blessing and grace. I thank you for supplying their needs according to your riches and glory, my God. I thank you, dear God, for just doing awesome things in their lives. Who needs, who needs salvation? who needs deliverance, who needs breakthrough and healing, you know, whatever the need is, I thank you, dear God, that you are the I am that I am. Thank you, Lord, for the God that you are, and thank you for your anointing and just, you know, doing some awesome things even right now, even right now, before the program is even finished. Thank you for what you're doing right now in the lives of the listeners. God bless you all. Continue to listen. As I always say, don't just exist, but be a blessing. It's time for your Hit Your Scripture. Welcome to Daily Dose Radio, a five-minute devotional podcast studying the Psalms verse by verse, broadcast from the ever-beautiful Sharonville, Ohio, on the sunny side of Cincinnati. Welcome back to your roadside vegetable stand on the interweb superhighway. Pull on over here in the shade. Come on in. We've got some great stuff for you today, all hand-picked, fresh, locally sourced, responsibly handled it's right here for you on Daily Dose Radio. We're looking today at Psalm 18. This is David's great confession, and yesterday we saw the greatest confession of all. I love you, O Lord, my strength. Can you say that to the Lord? I should have asked this yesterday. Can you say, Lord, I love you? If you can't, that might indicate there's an issue. You might need to deal with that. You, you should be able to say and confess like David, Lord, I love you. And look at what the Lord had done for David in verse 2. Cliff, fortress, deliverer, rock, shield, horn of salvation, high tower. All of that is praise. David begins with the greatest confession of all. I love you. He praises the Lord for what he's done for him. And so we haven't seen yet a word of prayer. Until now, we come to verse 3, and that's where we're going to be today. Verses 3 and 4. So let's let me read those for you. I will call on the Lord who is to be praised. So from my enemies I will be saved. The cords of death surround me. The floods of destruction, they assail me. Now, we're beginning this section of prayer. We're going to look at the prayer of David here in 3 and 4. Again, in 5 and 6, he continues the same vein. And actually, we begin with the language, I will call on the Lord who is to be praised. And we end in verse 6 with, in my distress, I called on the Lord. So we're sort of, we have these bookends, verse 3 and verse 6, calling on the Lord. So I call on the Lord who is to be praised. Well, what we have to, let's take account of that word praised. Why, are we, what's, why is he to be praised? Well, because of what we found out in verse 2. Verse 2 tells us all about the praise that the Lord is worthy of because... He's my cliff, my fortress, my deliverer. This word cliff, the word cliff and rock are different Hebrew words. They mean kind of the same thing, but it means that that steady rock face. It doesn't move, it's not going anywhere, and it protects. It provides shelter. David was living in and out of those kind of places, and so it's it's no wonder that we have this kind of language 
when he describes the Lord. Now when he comes to three and he says, I call on the Lord who is to be praised, it's because this is the kind of relationship that he's had. God has been this kind of protector and deliverer for him, a, a cliff face, a rock in whom he trusted. So from my enemies, I will be saved. And of course, we know that that happened. David is thinking now in retrospect of Goliath, he's thinking of Saul, and he's thinking of Absalom, and he's thinking of the Philistine hosts, and he's thinking of all the people that rebelled against him. All of those folks had rebelled. They were the enemies who threatened David's life, kingdom, position, anointing, and yet God delivered him from all of those. I call on the Lord, who is to be praised, and so I'm delivered from my enemies. You see, this is the wonderful function of prayer. He wants to hear us call so that deliverance might follow. Verse 4, the cords of death surrounded me. The floods of destruction, they assailed me. So again, we have this past tense. He's looking back now. and The cords of death had surrounded him. Imagine several instances, or think of several instances in the life of David when death was knocking at the door. You know, think of the time when he's in the cave and Saul goes in there. And all those men outside, think of the time when they sneak into the camp to get that uh, buckler or to get that staff from Saul. Remember that? And they're all asleep and they're crawling over people. Well, that's the cords of death. Consider the time when Saul had chased him and was chasing him around that mountain. And it would have taken him if the Lord hadn't intervened. Cords of death surrounded me. The floods of destruction, they assailed me. But what happened? Well, we're going to find out it's all because he had called on the Lord. The primacy of prayer in the life of the believer, ladies and gentlemen, cannot be undersold here. Join me tomorrow. We're going to look at verses 5 and 6 on Daily Dose Radio. Thanks for listening to Daily Dose Radio. I'm David Smith. The music today has been performed by the Bluegrass Experiment. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time on Daily Dose Radio. Father, help me to be real as I face another day To please you with my life as I walk along this way Search my life, O oh Lord, remove any sinful way That I may live in truth as you teach me your way Touch my mouth, O oh Lord, make pure the words I say My eyes, O oh Lord, only to see this right way My feet, O oh Lord, let them never go astray Bless my heart with love and let me love you all the way. Shorter are my days 
No more than ever, Lord, I really need your grace To walk in all your light and not to faint in this race Father, help me to be real as I face another day To please you with my life as I walk alone this way Search my life, oh Lord, remove any sinful way That I may live in truth as you teach me your way Lord, touch my mouth, oh Lord, make your the words I say my eyes, oh Lord, only to see this right way Bless my feet, oh Lord, let me never go astray Touch my heart with love that I may love you all the way Why should I frustrate your grace, Lord, through disobedience? Want to live like you live, but I dwell out your presence Want to be used when I'm ready, but not pure Want to be filled, but my vessel ain't secure Seeking out your power, Lord, and your anointing But how could new wine be poured into our old wine skin? You are the butter, Lord, and I am the clay Mold my life and shape me, I pray today Real, real, Jesus, help me be real Real, real, Jesus, help me be real Real in my mind, real in my heart Down in my soul